guys, and welcome back to the Arsenio Buck Show, and welcome back to, of course, another episode of the Stephen Covey Speed of Trust, and you know what, man, we're getting into the last parts of this book. If you guys are wondering what's going to happen after that, I'm going to do some segments on Robert Kiyosaki because I believe that that book is amazing. Um, I don't know how many episodes it'll be, but it won't be over 15. It's going to be like a miniseries. Uh, and then after that, I'm going to get into Dr. Joe Dispenza's, uh, and first we, we got to understand the subconscious mind and it's something that I need to get into too. And then after that, probably human design. So that book is going to be pretty long and then, yeah, so you guys know what's going to be happening next. So just letting you guys know. So with that being said, guys, it's time to go into enhanced innovation. You know what? I'm going to read this out for you, of course, in Stephen Covey's book. All right, so you can guys get so you guys can get some culture in you. So high trust companies, they're innovative in the products and the services they offer to customers, and they have strong cultures of innovation, which only thrive in an environment of high trust. Innovation and creativity demand a number of important conditions to flourish, including information sharing, an absence of caring about who gets the credit, a willingness to take risks, the safety to make mistakes, and the ability to collaborate. And all of these conditions are the fruits of high trust. Guys, innovation. Company's innovation. Willing to take risk. Not giving a damn who created what. You know what? I wasn't one of those people who said, you know what? Hey, I created a conversation course here. I demand more respect. No. People were actually very, very uh, – there was a lot of hidden agendas. They were saying, oh, well, the conversation class – and I remember at the beginning, I said, listen, I want only this teacher, this teacher, and this teacher to teach this course. Everyone else sucks. I don't want my course to fail because I know a lot of these teachers do not care to teach. You guys could teach the basic bullshit that you're normally accustomed to teaching. And you know what? After a while, I was doing good until one of the worst teachers there, he ended up getting the conversation course. And I was like, guys, he doesn't even speak to anyone. He's terrible at conversation. A lot of people would say, man, if you can't teach conversation, then what the hell are you a teacher for? Well, the thing is, define what a teacher is. Define what an education is. I don't know what the hell an education is. Being educated in common sense things, yes. Okay, a lot of people would say, oh, this country has lack of uh, education because they depict black people as this. No, they just need to get some culture in them. That's all it is. Education ain't going to teach them a goddamn thing. It's going to make them more ignorant, if anything. Education, the newfound Education. Is innovation. How can you continue to get better? And so when I created that conversation course, I said, you know what? Okay, I only made this amount and they made probably, oh my God, 10,000% more. But it's the principle. How good am I at this conversation? And so there it was. I asked myself the perfect question and now I'm creating a worldwide course whereas I bring three to five people together from different countries and I teach them conversation and different ways and techniques and how to build confidence and this and that in a one to two hour session. Boom. My own company. Instead of making a whopping dog shit amount per hour, I'm going to be making the amount per hour that I wholeheartedly deserve. Why? Because I continue to innovate. So if you look at what I'm doing, okay, and you know what, in companies, I'm going to give you an example of not innovating. If you still use CD players as a form of listening to audios <laughs> in your class, you're not innovating. If you still have VCRs in your class, you're not innovating. If people still sit in lines in your class, 
You're not innovating. If you don't have projectors and things that will enable students to learn quicker, faster, and engage in an insane conversations, you're not innovating. If you're standing up and you're a professor and you're lecturing to a group of more than 100 or 50 students for two hours and they're not able to speak, you're not innovating. This is a waste of goddamn time. Guys, in the world of business, I'm going to give you another example. Apple. Let's talk about Apple. First iPhone came out, what, 2007, if I'm not mistaken? I remember my friend Ty. Ty, who's graduated from Harvard. Yeah, no offense to Ty. Love Ty. Uh, and no offense to folks who graduate from Harvard. It's just, you know, it doesn't matter where you graduate from. It's just how you're going to become a, a, a valuable member to society. So... I remember when he got that first phone, I was like, oh, cool, that's an iPhone, really cool. I didn't really know much about that, I didn't know much about Apple, I didn't know who the hell Steve Jobs was until he died, to be honest with you. And so there it was. When he first came out with that phone, you could listen to iTunes and this and that. I remember when I had an iPod Nano in 2005, I bought it because everyone else had an iPod and I wanted something to listen to. Hell, I didn't even have a computer at the time. What a goddamn waste of time. And a waste of money. And it was only $200 at that time. Now, of course, iPhones are up to probably $1,500 to $2,000. They continue to get more pricier, but they are not providing more. So if you look at from what the iPhone 6 was, that phone that I have right over here that I bought four years ago, compared to what the iPhone XXLR Max, whatever you want to call that shit is, there's not much of a difference. Okay, better camera. Oh, facial recognition. Woohoo, Huawei has that. And America blocked it. Why? Because they know that Huawei is a threat because they are a threat to Apple. Boom. I know what Tim Cook is doing. I know exactly what Tim Cook is doing. And you block Huawei, and Huawei ends up kicking out Apple, or I'm sorry, China ends up kicking Apple out of their country. Where are all those jobs going to be shipped to? Uh, he's going to go after the more, the third worldish. Well, I wouldn't say the third worldish, but the, the, the non-developed countries, such as Thailand. Hey, Thailand, you guys want to take some of these jobs? We'll pay you just two baht an hour ridiculous as hell see apple is not innovating they just created a stand a fucking stand a stand that i bought probably about ten dollars they created one for one thousand dollars one thousand dollars as much as a fucking iphone and you know what people are still gonna buy it and you know what are they innovating whatsoever what could this stand do all it does is hold the uh, the, the goddamn iphone that's all it does that's all it does what are they doing? And this is why when Gary Vee was being interviewed by some ridiculous host off CNB, I don't know, CNB, who gives a goddamn? He was saying, listen, I do believe that Jeff Bezos, by large, is a far better CEO. No offense to Tim Cook, but other than the AirPods, he has not innovated since, of course, the iPad launched. If you look at the iPad in the same format, the same everything, it's the same bullshit. There's no VR, there's no AR, there's nothing that's happening with these phones. And so if you look at it, I mean, that's why Apple fell to third in sales. This is why Chinese people are starting to rebel, obviously, because Donald Trump is just fucking everything up. But guys, I'm just trying to let you know, this is what happens when you don't innovate. I've been saying, you know what? Apple is going down the drain. No, they have billions of dollars worth of subscriptions every month. But Netflix is going to take away their ability to actually buy movies now. So all the new movies and stuff like that, go on ahead. You can get all those good movies out there. Don't really give a damn. Or all the new movies like uh, the, the the recently, you know, the Creed 2, the this, the that, the this, the that. God damn it. I could watch that on Cathay Pacific. I'm not going to buy for, buy movies anymore when I could just pay a monthly bill of probably $10 maybe of Netflix. Oh, my God. 
Apple, you guys are in trouble. This is what happens when you don't innovate. How can they make the iPhone better? How can it become better? How can it be an Alexa device? How can I speak to my iPhone and say, excuse me, iPhone, how do I get to da-da-da? People would say Siri would do that, but Siri's not as accurate as, of course, um, what is it, as an Alexa device, as the Echo, as anything, you, you know, the Amazon Echo, whatever you want to call that stuff. This is what happens when you don't innovate. And you know what? We're living in such a rapidly changing environment that if you do not innovate, you're going to be in big trouble. And so that's what I did with my ESL podcast. I said, okay, let's look at everybody out there in terms of my ESL podcast. What am I doing that's much better than theirs? First and foremost, I got an award-winning personality. No, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, because there's a lot of boring-ass people out there. Uh, but anyways, you can have all those boring-ass students who like to have a boring-ass teacher. That's fine. But you know what? I'm just completely different. I keep it real. I keep it 100. And so, yes, there are different things that I teach. I do try. And, and you know what? I innovate all the time. I get ideas. Like, I'm like, oh, my God. Let me post this. Let me post that. You know what? Let me do this. Let me do that. And it continues to amplify more and more and more. Now I just launched the ESL Worldwide Conversation. Really? No one else is doing that. You got Chinese companies that, of course, you get an American teacher to teach one ti- uh, Chinese person, and that's it. Okay, cut them a little bit, but we make a hell of a lot of money off these goddamn uh, these damn teachers. That's all fan- fantastic. That's dandy. But you know what? Because I have such a substantial amount of people that follow my ESL podcast, my YouTube, my this and that, everything in general. Oh my God, what's going to end up happening? I'm going to end up having the number one English language and personal development blog in the world. And that's what my goal is. It's not to be number one, but it's to be the number one source of where people can go to find different things that they can help themselves with. This is called innovation. Things need to be really easy. I should be able to go on Google, type things up in my search engine optimization. I should be that number one blog right there. This is what has happened with the Stephen Covey's emotional bank account. This is why that's the number one blog on my blog and has been for a very long time. Why? Because, hey, I guess I just hit the nail in the coffin. So that's why I'm continuing to make a lot of different things. See, guys, when I write anything down in Google, I should be able to find answers quickly. If I don't find anything on that first page and there isn't one or two things about a specific topic on the first page, that's when I come in and fulfill that role. And that's what my goal is. Continual innovation. Whatever you're doing right now, if you're stagnant and you believe that everything is going to be the way it is for the next probably one week to one month to one year, you're sadly mistaken. And you are going to be passed up by a lot of people who are very, very adamant with getting better. And I've told you guys this in the other behavior. It's all about getting better. So, guys, that's basically what this is. Enhanced innovation. How can you make things better for your customers? How can you make things better for your students? How can you make things better in your life? How can you make a better routine? How can you do this? How can you do that? How can you, you know, say, hey, Alexa, can you wake up in the morning and say, hey, Alexa, can you play the audiobook of Rich Dad, Poor Dad? Enhanced innovation. How can you make your life easier? This is what this specific rule is about. So guys, please understand this because if you don't, we're going to have some problems. And that's why I continue to get better and especially put together better lessons and things for my students. Developing online platforms for e-learning that will be better. And so, guys, you better get ready. Get ready for more because I got so much more that's going to be coming up, especially in the next podcast. So I'm your host, Arsenio, as usual, 
over and out.